Hey there, it's the new year and there's no guests this week, but we really wanted y'all to kind of, we do this kiki every time we record and it's like a healing session. So we decided to let you in on our healing session of what we, some things that we're trying to let go of in 2019. Because we got work to do, y'all. We got work to do. We got we- a job, baby. Because mm-hmm. I don't know the other words. And I don't know the song. What's wrong with me? Who's that? Vanessa Williams. What's it? It's called Work to Do? Yes. I'm well, we do. It's a remake, but we <laughs> are going to go to the Googles to figure out who sang it. But Vanessa did a great job. She did. Oh. It's the Isley Brothers song. How is did it? I forget? Oh, yes. it sure is. Yes. It sure is. The Isley Brothers are the well, reason for everything. To do. I love it. Well, we're working on ourselves, and we're going to ask y'all to do the same. So we're going to skip the guests. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I thought, yeah, I was gonna say, what's the sound? Like the thing you blow, like the thing you blow. Let me call those. That thing. Balloons. Happy New Year! Bottles popping. That's the sound we need. Yes. Oh, we do need bottles popping. (laughs) Beside of popping. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2019. We're all back together. Yay! Is there a phrase for 2019? I hope it's not live your best life because we wore that out in 2018. Yes, we really have. We really I love have. it, but we wore that the hell out. We really have. I'm Charlie Penn. I'm Corey Murray. I'm Yolanda Sanguini. And this is Yes Girl. No, but seriously, y'all. Never say living my best life. We need a new one. Like, I love it, but we need, like, the next. You know, every year there's, like, a, what do yeah. we think the 2019 one's going to be? Because it was, 2018 was the year of living your best life. Like, it was mainstream. Hmm. It really is. It, it is. You know, but I wonder what this year is going to be about. I don't know yet. Nothing has kind of... Right. Because last year, like, this time we were still on Black Panther Watch. Yes. We were. Yeah. I feel like that's all I cared about. Yeah. We were so ready. I feel like, you know, this year people are, like, resetting. Because mm. 2018 was... Woo! It wasn't my favorite year. It was not my favorite... Well, you know what? Let me stop. Because I had a baby, so I need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, but I think you could- besides the baby, you know what? Let me, let me remove myself from this conversation because I'm not being grateful. So I'm going to be mute. I think you could say, I mean, I think you could say that was the highlight of your year. Yes, it was. But don't beat yourself up because yes. I did have some beautiful, wonderful moments this year. Yes. But 2018 could still have it and yeah. go. Like I'm ready. I was yeah. at 12, like 11.59. I was like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know how you just want that official reset? Yeah. I actually did something I haven't done before, and it, um, I was on a plane coming, uh-huh. going to my uncle's funeral, mm-hmm. and I was writing down, because I was getting ready for my New Year's post, right? So I was writing down my best moments of the year, because I didn't like what Best Nine did for me. I didn't like that compliment. Me either. Did. We can talk about it. So, and I realized I had a really good year, but then I started wondering, is my was my year only good because I had more celebrity engagement? And I mean, I know it's what my job is, but that's what I found myself. Those are the things I wanted to highlight. And I was like, this is not my real life, though. Mm. Like what really made me happy was I was able to, um, with my miles, take Jillian to Cali. And I realized she loves California. And going back to those pictures of seeing her, it was it was spring break. I've never been able to do that. I always get jealous of people who take their kids on vacation for spring break. And it was spring break and I was able to take her. That's really what my highlight was oh, of the beautiful. year. But yeah, but social media had me thinking like I had to like go back and be like, hey, I was here and I was there. And, you know, Charlie and I, we went on that great trip to Cleveland. And you know what I mean? Girl. Like, but. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. All those that little was things epic. happened. But 
with the beehive yeah <laughs> with, on their mind but i think Corey, i think that's very real i know last year we talked about what we were claiming and receiving mm-hmm. um for the new year but i feel like this year to kick it off we can talk about what we were working through yeah um because i'm really having an internal battle right now with social media y'all yeah. hmm. i too so i did my you know everybody does the, what is it best nine best nine top nine or whatever it was mostly celebrity, me with celebrities again. And I'm so tired of that because I, I get it. Those are the most like photos. But also, like you said, that's not my life. So then, you know, on one hand, you want to be like, oh, my job's so amazing. But then on the other hand, you want to be like, but wait, people don't like my life. They just like these celebrities. Mm. They, I'm sharing my life, but no one cares. But I'm sharing you someone else's. And you're all here for it. And to your point, I'm, I almost didn't share. But then I did because it was a few of me traveling. And I was like, OK. But I regret sharing it because yeah. I'm just like, you don't get to tell me. You don't, you don't get to dictate the best moments of my life yeah. by likes. Yeah. When did that happen to us? As someone who travels a lot. Charlie, especially in 2018, both of you, can I ask, was it, how many moments during your trips Mm -hmm. were you like, okay, I'm just going to take this in for myself, not necessarily because I'm thinking, oh my God, this is going to be a great post on social media. How often did you find yourself ever like talking to yourself through that? Like, oh my God, I'm in Abu Dhabi. Yes. My God. Corey. You know? I, I didn't have that moment actually. You didn't just take it in? I just didn't. T- well, actually, I'm a liar. I did take it in because, and it, it was funny, it was through one of my posts. When I saw, I was on the 29th floor of the hotel, and I kind of, I've always loved the idea of, like, seeing the ocean and the sky, and it's all blue. Ooh. Like, I've always wanted to see that. Uh-huh. And I realized I was looking at it, but I was too busy mm. getting this panoramic shot, and I was too, and I said, and I think at the end of my post, I said, oh, my God, let me just give a moment to thank God yeah. that I'm seeing the water meet the sky. Yes. Which is something I Which personally Which is so beautiful. Do. What about you, Charlie? You know, I, I have to say, I think we, I think I may have kind of low-key mentioned that last year because I, I'm, I'm really good at that now. I'll capture quickly. And I mean, I will take 10 sh- I'll be like, I'll take like 10 versions of a photo. Those burst photos. Bur- yeah. I'm, <laughs> Charlie should have been a paparazzi, by the way. I'm the burst queen and I'll grab a boomerang. <laughs> but then I will take it in. I'm very, very intentional about that. And I like to just take a moment, let gratitude set in, see the beauty of things. Because to me, like traveling really, 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 really feeds my soul. And nothing annoys me more than being on a trip with somebody who doesn't want to take it in. Mm-hmm. And I found now that that's actually truly my pet peeve. Like yeah. if you're an influencer and you think I'm coming on vacation with you to be your photographer, let's just skip it. Let's skip this flight deal. You know, I'm not going to call it. When you were in Martinique, I remember you posted a photo mm-hmm. and everyone in your picture had their, they were, you were angling. Mm-hmm. Oh, like wow. some, and I was, and to the point, I was like, "Y'all in the pool? Somebody's about to drop their phone." Oh yeah. But the way it was just like, I was like, "Is anyone enjoying this pool moment?" But everyone was trying to get their angles. Not yeah. really. I mean, I think the girl. I mean, I think I've seen women balance it a bit. Like I try to, but I still feel. I'm starting to feel like what's like. So it makes me feel like something's wrong with me because usually I'm not the one with my camera out for long. Yeah. Like I'll get it, and then I'm like, "Oh, but let's just enjoy this. Let the breeze hit, stare off into the distance." But usually I'm alone doing that. Yeah. There's usually everybody else is like. Oh, can you take it on this camera? Can you take it on this camera? And now people got multiple cameras. What are y'all doing? Yeah. Do I have to take it on your SLR <laughs> and your smartphone? And you want a boomerang? When did, did we when did we get like this? Yeah. I feel like we're living for our feeds more than ever before. Yeah. And that's what was really hard for me too, because like as much as I was really I wanted to share like my reflections on 2018. I wanted to share my goals. But then I was also going through my feed and I was like, I believe only 20% of what I'm reading. Like <laughs> do do any of you have friends who are influencers? Because I have one, mm-hmm. and it's really um, interesting to hang out with her because 
she doesn't take anything in mm. every moment. Like I'm like, girl, content, you have content, like thirty thousand followers. Why do you care? If, like you know, but she's constantly refreshing her feed oh, to see, yeah. okay, how many people like that photo? How oh many? Why didn't they like that photo? And and so like her life is about like how many people? Why why didn't they like that photo more than they like the other one? And it's like when you have that many followers, I'm like, damn, girl, like. You're good. And when is it 30, enough? 000, mm-hmm. You know? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I used to think, hear people say, I just want to get 1,000 followers. I just want to get 10. Now, people up here like, oh, my goal for this year is 30. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's massive. Yeah. I'm not mad at you if you're. that's how you make your coin. But if you are just getting likes just for getting likes and you're that pressed about it, then I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm too. concerned. I just want to know if we can all be intentional about living for our, being intentional about our offline lives. In yes. 2019, as yes. we are about as we are ex- exactly. Yeah. Thank Ooh, you, Yofra. Let's be as intentional about our offline lives, right, as we are about our lives online and mm. what they and how we curate them. Because mm-hmm. I get, I mean, I'm a curator. We all curate. Yeah, we all do. Right, yeah. like we're artists. Like social media artists, right? We've all, we're all guilty of a filter or a crop or a, let me decide how I want to put out my vacation photo. Like I get it, I get it. But also, like, can we live too? Because I, I feel like we're just setting ourselves up. Like the more that we worry about those things, the more like their life. It's like you guys remember that Black Mirror episode, Nosedive, Black Mirror, Nosedive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm worried for us. Yeah, I'm really worried for us because if everybody's constantly refreshing to see how how well liked their moment is, then suddenly it's not a moment unless somebody liked it. No, it's Mm. funny. I rebuke that. So uh, Jillian's father and I, you know, we're going around to different people's houses for holidays, and I would call it Uber sometimes. Some he call it Uber, and he finally said to me, "Why are your Ubers nicer?" I was like, "Cause I got a better rating than you do." And and he was like, what are you talking about? Because he just got on Uber. See? And I was like, dude, you got to do more. You got to do some things to like. And then funny, we were getting out of the car, and Jillian whispered to me. She said, Mommy, the driver just gave you five stars. Oh, and I she was, saw him do she it. Saw, <laughs> but because we were talking about it. But Yolanda, that I'm curious. That thing is real. What is your relationship with social media? Oh, girl. I have a very... Mm. You, you take little breaks. I see I, t- you. I take a lot of breaks because I'm like, oof. I don't know. I'm an empath, so I take in a lot of like I'll if Corey, if you told me you have a problem today, mm-hmm. by in an hour I'll be like thinking about your problem and I'll make your problem my problem. Got it. Mm. And I'll be think I'll be mincing. I'll be at night emotional like, Oh man, Corey, what I should, what what should Corey do? <laughs> I <laughs> so, love that about you. I love that I about you. I hate it, but it's one of those things that I'm like. So I take social media breaks because I cannot live my life through other people because i feel like if i see it like everybody else when i see it i i absorb it mm-hmm. and i'm like well i'm not that fabulous i don't have you know oh, but you i don't are, have darling. that fabulous you life you know what i mean but you know we all do it we all are but we all i think i'm just really what's the word my pores are really open to it so i i take mm. sometimes i'll go like a month without being on instagram because i'm like y'all i can't sometimes i'll just go on and like check my messages and that's it you'll just pop in and pop out yeah because i'm okay. like because i know i notice a lot of people now send messages and they talk to you through um instagram, instagram. yeah DMs. messages the yeah. dms so i'll just go in there because i'm like i cannot look at other feeds because i don't have no money this week so i don't want to be looking at somebody's <laughs> fabulous life and i'm like oh my god my life sucks but see i used to think i could never be the person to take a social media break like i was like i enjoy instagram and i used to enjoy it because i got a little peek into everyone's lives like a little moment like oh Corey's mommy and me moment with Jillian or you know Yolanda and her boys what they cook for dinner or whatever but now have you noticed wait for this we're becoming one person online like every 
holiday or season, you just go through your feed and everybody's doing the same things because that's oh. what's trending. Mm -hmm. So it used to be like this beautiful collection of just moments in people's lives. But I think what's really making it hard for me lately is it's like everyone's got to get that Christmas tree shot. Like even this year, for a minute, I felt like a way because G and I didn't get matching Christmas pajamas like we usually do. And everybody, everybody in my feed was like, look at us in our matching Christmas pajamas in front of our tree, which is sweet. But everyone like yeah. I refresh it. But then I was like, who cares? And we grabbed last year's. Yeah. And we just took a picture because, it, you know what I mean? I was just like, whatever. But if you really think about it, whatever we're posting, everyone's posting it. And I think we're losing our uniqueness mm. and our authenticity mm -hmm. because instead of I don't believe I'm seeing what you wanted to share that day. I believe I'm seeing what you think you're supposed to share that day. Mm. And that's a big difference. Right? Can Even I, like holidays. Can I read you something randomly that I read about social media and because you're the love yeah. relationships expert. Mm -hmm. But it said a recent study of romantic relationships among college students found that smartphone dependency is significantly linked to relationship uncertainty. And partners perceived smartphone dependency predicts less relationship satisfaction. So basically, mm. if you flip that around, if you gave up your device for a year, for example, you would have time to make more love, about mm. 16,000 times more. What? And you, if all sex doesn't bring you and your partner closer, you could pay for about four hours of couples therapy. So all that time that you spend on social media, they say, you could be spending that on like your love life. Because a lot of times, if your partner is always on social media or on their phone, it usually means that they're not satisfied with your relationship. I was seeing that mm. a lot in the airport. I mean, I know the airport, it's like dead time and you went to bed, but I was in a restaurant and I realized how many couples are just, they're, on, they're each on their phones, they're highly engaged and, I, but I see that at restaurants. Yeah, I hate well, you seeing know, it at restaurants. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. I, tr I try to be very intentional about not doing it at restaurants. I don't know. I mean, they're probably right. I definitely think if you guys are both on your phones, you're not, something's not connecting because you should be making Google eyes and da da da. But, I want to know how long the couple live together. <laughs> Are we being real? Because I think when you live with someone, you, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I love my husband, and but we, my whole life is with him. Like every, you know, mornings are with him, evenings, whatever. We're always talking. We don't even talk on the phone as much anymore during the day. Because I'm going to talk to him when I get home. Yeah. When we, you know, we might text, we might message. So sometimes when I see couples, there's this part of me that gets it though, real talk. Because it's like, they probably talk for like four hours that day. Especially you're, you're if they're on vacation. though that that couple's talk. Because Charlie has a really special relationship with her husband. Yeah. Because you guys, a lot of couples don't. They don't. That's what that part of that study they don't. says too. A lot of people don't. That like don't. the husband's not their best friend. That's true. That's true. And sometimes I feel like they're texting each other. That's what's also weird, right? You seen that meme? I'm having some people over to look <laughs> at their such phone. A love and relationship. No. <laughs> I mean, like I've seen that too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I think G and I are always sending each other funny videos on Facebook. Did you watch this? Did you watch that? But you're right. You're right. The phones. I'm telling you guys, we need to get out of our phones. Period. Mm -hmm. For your love lives, for your mm -hmm. friendships, family. How many times yeah. did you get jealous? Like I've seen people like actually friendships have problems. Because you saw your girlfriend did something with someone else on social, yeah. That's it's 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 affecting our friendships. Yeah. I've heard people get fired over things they posted. You know what? Somebody shared with me. She's a reporter out of LA in in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and she got married. And I guess she posted her her wedding picture or whatever. Oh nice. And she had a friend though stop talking with her because her friend felt like, well, you won. Because you got married and you did this. No. It was a competition? It was, a, and she didn't, but the girl was like, I didn't even know we were competing. Like, what? This, this was someone she felt was a really close friend of hers. And I thought, oh, that's just, that's just horrible. And see, I feel like that's the problem. I think things, it's becoming a competition, mm -hmm. not a platform. Mm -hmm. But we don't really want to say that. 
Yeah. You know, so what are you going to do this year, though? What are you going to do different? I think gonna I'm going to I think for me, what I'm really working through is to get the words likes and engagement and followers out of my vocabulary mm. and curating. Forget that. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Like as a true content creator, which I think we all are, the truth is the key to capturing great content is capturing what's happening, what you're living. Like really like like a great candid photo. No one staged that. Like mm -hmm. these photos, these top pho photographs of the year, time, all the stuff we see, these were moments that were captured. Yeah. We're creating moments to be captured for social media. That's backwards. Like you said, Yolanda, like you said, Corey, we should just be living and valuing those moments and sharing them. Mm -hmm. I think we should kind of get back to what social media used to be. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I think if we were doing that more than the top nines and all these things, those things will come to mind. Like, Corey, you really, when you were talking about Beyonce and Jay-Z, I was like, oh, my God, we went to the On The Run tour. Yeah. That was a highlight. You know what I'm saying? But I also remember at the time not sharing that many photos because we were there with all these other influences and their photos were so fabulous and cool. And I was like, it's just me really sweaty and tipsy on this douce living my best life with Corey. Yeah. And in my mind, I was afraid to share that, I think, really truly, because it wasn't super curious. Yeah, my angles weren't right and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but then like four Ducés later, I think I just posted it. Thankfully. But I don't, I shouldn't need I to. I still remember your slow motion smoke picture. Right. That was epic. And sober me probably never would have posted that. You know, because I was just being myself. And I say that to say I'm guilty of it too, guys. That's why I'm not trying to be preachy. That's why we're all working through yeah, it. Yeah, I'm working yeah. through Collectively. it. Collectively. But like, can you just let your real life content be the true content? Mm -hmm. And say, fuck a filter. Yeah. Fuck a crop. Yeah. What else you do? Yeah. Fuck a Zoom. Fuck a fuck it. Like just post it. And who cares if uh, Instagram is penalizing you? I see you Instagram. The Ooh, less I post, the less mad. they um. I feel like the less people see my posts. Mm -hmm. But that's that's them trying to get in your mind yeah. and tell you how to be. No, no. Nope. You take your breaks, Yolanda. <laughs> Corey, you post. Corey, you're really good about sharing real moments, though. I have to say, I appreciate your feed for that. You'll just be like selfie with my daughter. Post. Like I can tell you don't. I overthink. try to really post. Just when I want to post as That's opposed good. to like what the rules are. You, you don't know? follow like a lot of the rules. And no, I love that. I what are you working through? Yeah, Corey. I want to work through enjoying and and having more real life things that are not celebrity related. Like mm -hmm. celebrity. I'm sorry. Celebrity adjacent like parties, that sort I of stuff. That. I mean, I know that's my job. But I kind of want to get back to just like, for instance, there's been my, you know, you, ha you know, yeah, your real friends text group. So my real friends, they were telling me how we've been trying to do like some outback trip to somewhere in Maryland, like the woods. Oh, cute. Because they love like the wine in the woods event Ooh. that happens there. And I always say, yeah, I'm gonna do it. But it's always like adjacent to like a trip or whatever. Or at an event, and I said, no, this year I want to go do those things. That's one reason, actually, real talk, why I went to my uncle's funeral, because I literally had the first thought was like, oh, well, I don't want to go now because I'm going to be going to L.A. in a few weeks for a photo shoot, so that's too much. That was my, mm -hmm. that's the fucking that's thought real. I had. This was my uncle. I mean, he's my great uncle, but still he's my family, and I loved him. So I but was you like, didn't want to travel back to back? I didn't want to travel back to back because it was going to affect my, my work. But I was like, no, I got to put my life first. And, and I ask second. you guys, both of you, because mm -hmm. oh, and also listeners, anyone who is whose identity is tied up in their job. Um, what do you think would happen if you if you took away the job? What would happen to your life? Mm -hmm. My Instagram follows will go down. I'll be that much. 
scared. <laughs> no. I think we are. Like, no, it's true. Imagine, like, you know, sometimes I had to, uh, I had to, my maternity leave, I had to pull myself together mm-hmm. because I realized that even in certain um, environments that have nothing to do with my job, somehow my job would come up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could be at like a family barbecue yep. mm-hmm. and then suddenly you're start you're talking about entertainment or like pop Especially culture. With black folks. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like and they're like, Oh, Yolanda, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I just wanna <laughs> be I had to really work on that and not let my identity be essence. As much as I love essence, but it really is work to like what is my own life happening? Mm-hmm. What's happening in my own life mm-hmm. besides what's happening through the job? Mm. I mean, I'm quiet because I'm. Th- I'm like that is an excellent, excellent question. question. I have to. I have to let that marinate and simmer mm. in my soul. I want to tell you why I shared this question because I saw someone like over the holiday break. I saw someone that I don't really know that well, um, but I like her, and I just had a baby. You know, she hadn't seen this. The, she hadn't seen Biko and everything. And the first thing she asked me was, "Are you still at Essence?" Oh. And I was like. Ooh, I'm here. You see this, this little this human little that I have right here? Um, and I love, you know, this is a great place to work, but it's like she was really, she needed to put me in that box in order for her to communicate with me. What if I had said I don't work at Essence? Then what? What would she have said? You know what I mean? But I, I see how people put us in boxes, any profession, not just at Essence, or anyone with a job that they're really passionate about. What? How do you separate yourself from the job if it's not your company? Because we're all disposable, mm-hmm. right? We all are. If it's not your company. Absolutely. I think it's about just making sure that you are clear and intentional about everything outside of work, being feeding your soul. Yeah. And also, I do, you're right. When you know you say that, I do admire the people who, like when you do find them on like Twitter or whatever, it's just something funny. Like their profile is like, you know, witty wordsmith blah, 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 or Scorpio chasing my dreams. And you they don't say what they do or how old they are. Like, I think there's you can also just create a safe space to just be who you are. And I think we do a lot too much mix, mixing business with pleasure, right? Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, everything is mixed, right? Everything is mixed. The lines yeah. are blurred, and they don't really have to be. Like, I kind of want, like, a separate side play world where I can just be my whole self and not have to be Charlie from Essence. You know, something I constantly tell people whether they ask me my DMs on the street or at Essence Fest, like Essence is a job. It's a great job. I'm very thankful for this job, but I'm very aware that really the industry has changed. It's not even about Essence. It's like interesting. I read this piece over the holidays. I, <laughs> it came on December 26th and it was on the Atlantic and it, the title is, I used to write for Sports Illustrated and now I deliver packages for Amazon. Wow. And no. it was just a moment in time. And then there was another article I need to, to read, um, cut that part I won't because it was about the title was magazines are dead I don't want to go there (laughs) (laughs) but you know that's where I am but I think Charlie you were giving me a word about what yeah I just think I think what we're all saying you know um which is interesting is like kind of like a theme for 2019 let's just focus on what's real yeah and what matters you know I mean not that our jobs aren't real and our social media feeds aren't real but let's just focus on continue to focus on what matters and evolve and evolve Yeah. Yeah. yeah and try to take it in that's going to be my, you know, that's going to, that, that should be your tagline for 2019. Really take, take it, it in. in. Take it yeah. in. Really yeah. quickly though, Yolanda, I want to know what you're leaving behind. Oh, you didn't tell or what me. Do you, I'm sorry, what are what you, are you working, working through? through? Well, um, I'm working through uh, being a compassionate leader and being okay with that. Because I think many of us uh, who work in corporate structures or just um, uh, 
leadership structures, you're taught that you have to be cutthroat, um, or rather people who are cutthroat are more, they excel, they go higher than you most of the time, faster. Um, and compassionate leadership is more about leading from the head and the heart. Um, and I'm trying to be a better um, compassionate leader and be okay with that because I, I don't know what it is to swim with sharks, y'all. I don't know how to be the C-suite girl. I don't know how to be that girl. I don't do And I don't want to be that girl. Yeah. I, oh, you can be that girl and not necessarily be cutthroat. You know what I mean? And it's just really interesting um, what compassionate leadership means. I want to share with everyone. Anybody who's like in leadership. Oh, yes. Give us a definition. um, A compassionate leader. This is from Harvard Business Review. It's um, a compassionate leader has a genuine interest in seeing their people not just perform and increase profits, but thrive. But this doesn't mean that you're being soft or trying to please people by giving them what they want. Rather, it requires people giving what they it requires giving people what they need, such as tough feedback. Compassionate leadership requires having wisdom about how to lead for the greater good and for the long term. So mm. it's possible, um, but it's just really, it can be challenging. And I know any girl out there who's in the corporate environment, talk to us about how, what kind of leader are you? You know, is it compassionate? Are you cutthroat girl? Mm. Uh, or are you compassionate? And I like to think you can care and climb. Because I do Ooh, reject that. Try, look at just, these words. I mean, her name is Charlie Care Pan. and climb. <laughs> Yo, you so can care soul. and climb. I like to think you can because I've always struggled with that. Like even my dad, like my dad was a corporate um, um, director and VP for Verizon for years. And he's always pushing us like you have to be this kind of leader and this kind of manager. And I'm always like, daddy, I like I really am just this bubbly yeah. Yeah. ass care bearer, Skittles inside my heart kind of person. And I can still be a good leader. Yeah. Obviously, I and can be a compassionate climb. leader. And I have climbed, you know, yeah. but you it's hard because people who are sharks, like yeah. you said, they only know that way. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't like swimming with them. Yeah. I respect them, but I, it's hard. I t- those yeah. intimidating waters. Yes. <laughs> I'll stay in the other waters, please. Yes. yes. You know, but I do love when I see people talk about bossing up on social media. I'm always like, can we talk? Can we go in a little bit more? Like, how do you boss up in your own life? Because mm-hmm. there's not just one definition of bossing up. Yeah. Like, I'm never going to be that girl who just eats and sleeps spreadsheets and lists and, you know what I mean, who's super productive every at every minute of every day. I know. I see you, boo. I'm proud of y'all. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and I think we've spent years and years trying to be her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. after a while, you wrote, I'm not her. Yeah. No. Never will be her. Mm-hmm. I never met Love a checklist her. I checked off. Yeah. I'll write them. <laughs> I got lists on posted. <laughs> I got, like, seven different lists. apps on my phone. <laughs> Are we being honest? It's resolution it's time. I it came in here with this list. cute it's little, little, little notebook. Time. It's truth telling time. Yeah. I ne- see, look, I, and I have a million little notebooks that have like the first five pages filled out. <laughs> yeah. Like I never finish anything. Like yeah. not like that. Like I'm not that girl. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you some content, but. <laughs> Charlie, I need an Excel sheet. I need an Excel spreadsheet, PowerPoint situation. Look, I don't even know how to say it. You hear me? I once Googled. Excel spreadsheet, PowerPoint. <laughs> years ago, I once Googled, what is a deck? Because somebody from the business side's like, can you send the deck? And I was like, the deck. I just, that's how much I w- was allergic to PowerPoint. Oh I'm, I'm still not in. I'm still. I'm still. But I'm still. be who you are, guys. Be it's 2019. Thrive. Grow. Like, let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. So I, I I have this app on my phone. It's called Chill. You guys may have it. Oh, I want it. Um, chill. So Chill sends you a me- you know messages of empowerment all the time. And during our conversation, Chill sent me. Ask yourself: Is whatever I'm fretting about really? As important as I think, mm-hmm. the answer to that is always no. No. Yep. <laughs> the answer to that is always no. <laughs> hour by hour, y'all. A very dear colleague of ours, you know, 
Shout out to Tiffany. Look, a name dropped you. She said, take it hour by hour. Take it hour and by someone hour. passed that on to her. Yeah. And I'm taking 2019 hour by hour. Hour by hour. Working through some things. I'm cool with that. Yes. Okay, you guys. So tell us. What kind of leader are you? Are you a compassionate leader? Um, are you open to compassionate leadership? Um, speak to us. Use the hashtag YesGirlPodcast and just talk to us on social media on all platforms. Oh, I love that, Yolanda. I would like to know, how are you living more intentionally offline? What are you letting go of on social media? What are we saying no to? Which filters are you removing? Hashtag no filter. Yes Girl Podcast. And I want to know, what are you detaching yourself from in 2019? Please let me know. I want you to have a richer, fuller life. Use hashtag YesGirlPodcast. 